Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do? Tips for relief. The rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. What is this? What is I know what this one is. That, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell and dad Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone. A Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to episode two of The Magic Sponge. It's me, Rob Beckett and Jimmy Billard alongside superstar of the internet and full-time Devils presenter, the mighty Ian of Smith. Cheers. Uh, we also have a guest this week who is an ex-Wimbledon crazy gang legend turned top-level football coach. It's Wally Downs. Hello, Wally. You all right? Hey. You, all right? you well? Yeah, terrific. Thanks. Um, ex-Wimbledon player, coach of West Ham and then QPR. Is that correct? Yeah, Palace done a few now. Now, Brentford manager for a bit, Yeah, you? yeah, yeah. More clubs than Sam Parkin. <laughs> <laughs> no one's had more clubs than Sam Parkin. Um, what are you up to now? Because you was at QPR, you're not there anymore. What are you doing now? I'm currently self-unemployable. Um, self-unemployable? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, wait, just waiting for the merry-go-round to come round again, you know. So it was left quite late with me when I left QPR, so most of the clubs had their staffs already. For that season, so you're yeah. gonna, next season you're looking to get another one? No, no, no. I'm sure someone will get the bullet shortly, so... <laughs> Fair enough. It's just waiting. It's like trying to get like a place in old people's home, isn't it? It's just waiting for someone to die. <laughs> you get in. Fair enough. Um, also, you you know Jimmy quite well, sort of. Where was the last time you met, was it, you were saying? Uh, Rob, uh, to be honest, yeah, I, I was shitting myself back today. <laughs> well, first time I met Wally was with um, Mr. Vinnie Jones, because they're great mates. They go back from the old Wimbledon days, obviously, and um, <clears throat> I remember... With an agent, weren't it? Well, just my agent come. You've been up the FA. You just got fined hundred grand or something. Fucking about again. I don't know. Shall I be honest? I, 
my dispute with Hull and stuff like that. I don't want to go into that. That's the reason why I was shitting myself, being in the day. But no, I've gone in the motor, him and Vinny are in the back. Vinny's pulled up outside this hotel. First time I've met them both properly. Gone in the hotel, Vinnie Jones has got a tracksuit on. She's got a picture of this, people. He's got a tracksuit on, big medallion walks in, Wally's dressed half smart. Walks in the hotel, Vinnie Jones has gone, can I have a bottle of champagne, please, sir? So that's his drink, a bottle of champagne. <laughs> Wally walks in goes, six Jager bombs. So I'm there going, are they having a laugh? Or what's the script here? It actually, I actually find out that that's it, exactly what they do. That's just your round. <laughs> all night, that's their round. So I got to in. mention, when we picked him up in a motor, he's given it all like 2,000 footballers, you 80s boys, I'm going to put you away and all that. So we had a little, <laughs> had a little nudge of one another. And... So basically, I can't remember the rest of the night after that, and I was in all sorts, and still recovering to this fucking day, and this is why I'm a bit nervous, a big wall coming in. Oh, really? You're on the Summer Fruits Copperbergs when you're drinking now as well. No, that's what I'm trying to say here, and he all just Six Jager bombs, like it's going out of fashion. <laughs> was he? Did he? Did he struggle? He made well. He couldn't make the round out because he said to the fella, "Bottle of champagne, please." Uh, six shake, six shake. Was it? Was no. Who else? He said, "No, they're for me." <laughs> he's gone, right, and uh, he said, oh, "And I'll have a Budweiser, please." <laughs> <laughs> so we whacked ours down. He's still got the Budweiser in there. It's like a uh, bottle of champagne, story. please. Six shake bombs. You want another Budweiser, Jim? Yeah, he's half cut now. <laughs> Three hours like, later. Three hours 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 later. Three that was all right, yeah. was all right. Yeah. Going into a team of nine alcoholics. This is just God, we're so lucky to have Wally with us today. I'm <laughs> <buzzing over> this <laughs> the stories you must have. Yeah. Well, the first day I went training, on Thursday night, uh, we trained down at Robin Hood Roundabout in, on, on the A3, and uh, I used to have a fruit and veg store. So I've gone down with 16, I've got the money bag with me. So we've trained, and I've got my mate to drop me down. And as we finished, Dave Bassett said, Hey, you getting home, Wally? You live in Shepherd's Bush? I said, Yeah. He said Roger would take. Now Roger was he was like an old hippie, yeah. pair of shorts, flip flops, and all that beard. What, on the on the pitch, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he might as well have been. Imagine so if he had boots, he'd probably get a proper league. <laughs> so we've got him his little MG convertible. So driving back, he's gone uh, halfway through Amersfoort. He's gone there. Uh, what you got there? I said, let's see. Uh, I've got fruit and vegetables. So that's the money bag. He said, oh yeah, busy today. I said, yeah, it's about four five hundred quid. He said, uh, "Do you fancy a drink?" I said, oh, "Yeah, all right." Thought was the game. Well, he took us straight to Ronnie Scotts. I'm 16 years of age. We first training session. I mean, Ronnie Scotts at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> this is a fucking life. This is a fucking life. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I was trying to see. I was trying to see if you guys had played. Against each other. Have you seen these eyebrows? Have I seen my... You can't... You're just <laughs> taking the piss out of my visual appearance. Everyone's got to Google me. Shift round about three of the Ian Smiths. Ian Smith's eyebrows look all right. Taking the piss out of the seven year old Put your fringe up a bit. Put your fringe up. People can't see this, Wally. I want to see him properly. That's what I mean. Oh, the action. My reaction. And the ears are quite big, aren't they? Oh, I'm not massive. <laughs> Rob's got massive teeth. I've got massive teeth. Oh, Jimmy's, um, Jimmy's one fucking summer through his copper burger and he's gone. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I had some stats, right? Okay, go on, yeah. So I was trying to see if you guys had played each other before I started getting bullied. <laughs> <laughs> 
And you probably you probably know about it. It took me ages because I was trying to sync up where you've been playing. So why didn't you just so, ask us? Why did you ask you? Because I thought I'd get some funny facts. Basically, <laughs> when you were defensive manager of West Ham, Wally, do, do you remember playing against Bullard's Ipswich? Yeah, I think they done us 1-0. They, yeah, that's one of the results. Oh, 5-1. I knew Wally before 5-1 away. <laughs> yeah, I was off that day. <laughs> <laughs> nah, so this, this is a quote. You'll like this, Jimmy, from BBC Sport. Um, this is Lee Boyer scored in the 1-0 match. The midfielder tapped in after Keith Andrews' header from Jimmy Bullard's corner. Do you remember that? Yeah, I used to take free kicks and corners. Yeah. You remember this, mate? I thought it was a bit of... That is good, that is good. Fun that is funny. Funny. I don't but remember the 5-1. 5-1, it was away, I think. Tuesday night away game, was it? What? Yeah. Ipswich v West Ham? Yeah. Other news as well, we have gone our first week... In the podcast charts, number five. Oi, oi. We've <laughs> only been out one week. Radio 4, we are up your ass. <laughs> so basically, that's what we want to achieve. Number one, boys, don't we? Yeah, number one. That's number the aim. Our own radio slot yeah. TV show. By this time next year, everyone. Film. We'll do a film. Yeah. yeah. And then Oscars. Yeah, all that. It'll be good. Right, first section. It's called Big News. This is the main quote for Brokin's brought his book out and he's been having it. He said that he gave Peter Schmeichel a black eye and all this and right. kicking off at everyone. But this is the, the main quote that's been making the news. He said, He's never regretted slamming his studs into the knee of Man City player Harland. He says, He pissed me off, shooting his mouth off. He was an absolute prick to play against, niggling, sneaky. I did want to nail him and let him know what was happening. I wanted to hurt him and stand over him and go, Take that, you. <laughs> which I think we could bleep. Um, no. I don't regret that, but I had no wish to injure him. But surely, if you're going to stamp on someone and shout, <laughs> you're going to have to want to him. Um, have you ever played against Roy Keane or with no, him? No, I, I, I packed up by the time he started. Yeah. Have you played against Roy He Keane? packed up by the time I started, so it's a proper gap there. It is it's a unlucky. proper gap, isn't it? Yeah, it was unlucky, there, looked, we? Yeah. between the two of us. I think you're quite that. lucky to yeah. have not played against But I remember, I remember that incident when he actually that done is, him, yeah. yeah. But also, you, if you see pictures, the one on him, because when the foreign fellow, what's his name? Harland. When yeah. he done Keane, he was a bit spiteful, to be fair. Well, no, that's what other people They never forget. showed that tackle, though, did they? It Always was a bit spiteful, and he yeah. gets over him, get up. Well, no, because Keane... I know Keane's... Keane tried to foul Harland, didn't he? But then he was shouting at him when he was injured, wasn't he? Keane... Because Keane was trying to... Keane nearly, as well, that's why they... Uh, he did it back, nearly like. decapitated him. What are you on about? Have you seen the tackle? No, I don't... I've seen one where, you know, when Roy right, Keane got it? injured, and he was... It, it what, Harland on Keane? No, Keane on Harland. Oh, yeah, that one's awful. It's outrageous. takes his kneecap yeah, yeah. out Keane's one was fairly innocuous. It was, like, he, he did his cruciate, and Harland... Harland well, yeah, because Harland actually didn't do it to he him. He was just there and shouting at him, yeah. yeah. It's a bit like... But uh, when Keane does his... It's, it's a bad tackle, and he goes on a bit... But he's, we all know what Keane's about. He's spiteful, so, doesn't he? Have you played with anyone that sort of tried to do you? Yeah, football in the eighties. <laughs> Forget the fucking ball. Get on with the game. Jail <laughs> rules. That's true. Actually, I bet it's like training for you, weren't it? Cool. Imagine a training oh. session. Oh my god. Unreal. Who was the hardest out of all of them? Yeah, that's what I wanted to ask. Because it was all pretty hard. Yeah. Vinnie Jones sort of one everyone sort of thinks of, but yeah, I don't know but if it was. was. On top before that, before like Vin come about eighty five, but I, mean, I, I, I made Arthur. my debut. Well, it, before that, I made my debut when I was 17, 1978. And there was a couple of geezers up north, Billy Ed, Billy, I mean, Billy White has come a bit later, but Bobby Campbell, um, Bob Newton. Bob Newton did a, a manslaughter. He killed his best mate in a car, like, driving along, and he decapitated his mate. He On the pitch? 48 what hours tackle that was? Played <laughs> <laughs> 48 hours later. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine that now, Dave. Oh, oh, my God. God, yeah. 
See what I mean? You don't get it. It's a different that, level, isn't it, then? Oh, different. Yeah. I mean, we had, a, we had a ref, I was catching one day, and this big fat ref, I can't remember his name. And uh, so we've gone into the, to the spun the coin, and he's gone, uh, right, he said, uh, I don't give a fuck what you do to one another today, but if anyone says anything to me, I'm booking you and sending you straight up. He said, you can kick fuck out of one another, I ain't too bothered, <laughs> but any dissent, and that's it. So, oh, fuck, that's Andy. Both of us, back, back we went to hold the teammates, and he just got on with it. Didn't put the <laughs> soul, That's what he said to us. <laughs> do you think it's um, better that it's calmed down now, or is it more fun back in the day? Well, it weren't a great deal of fun when you were getting larrapped every week, but, you know, the, the rules was the rules then, weren't they? I mean, yeah. I, it's, a, it's just a different game. It's moved on, isn't it? And, you know, it's blocks and interceptions now for defenders, not tackles, so... Yeah. I think it's, if a defender makes a tackle in the first minute, he just gets beat by a bit of skill, and then he's tried to, to win the ball and he's booked, all of a sudden he's on offer for the next 89 yeah, minutes. Yeah. It's not because he's, he's tried to commit a foul, he's tried to win the ball with a bit of and skill. But the speed's gone off a bit as well, hasn't it? A quick... Yeah. It was a it was a meanest player you played against. I thought I went through this last week. And I hate <laughs> the scores. Oh, Paul Scholes! You hate Paul Scholes so much. Every time I got the ball, he nailed me. Every time. Yeah, like, a... I'm thinking, why would you bother nailing me? You're Paul Scholes. Yeah, but, you, no, but he's not the hardest player you played against, is he? He's the hardest tackler I played against. Really? Mm. You wouldn't think it though. Just because he steams in, there's yeah, no jockey. That's what I'm saying. He wasn't a great tackler, would he? No, Just he wasn't. Commit, no. Yeah, you know, yeah, know usually when you get the balls, the jockey is so you like. Shepherd that he just run and just go through and I'm just thinking why would you do that well, yeah. I mistime it 90% of the time yeah. and in the end he just used to get on my tits so basically <laughs> I just don't like him you just don't like him he's one on the, the pitch he might be a nice fellow off the pitch so who, 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 was, who was the hardest player you played with did you say oh with uh, like of the crazy gang well see Fash was a black belt and all that so you, he was, you know you didn't, didn't mess about with Fash um, was, it, was, it, was, it, was it a player called Jamie Eyre that was a bit it was more, was he more nutty than Jamie And. Yeah, he yeah. was he more nutty than I. Uh, he's just. Pff, I could tell you stories about Jamie And that would. <laughs> yeah, he's just. He's sicko, really. He wasn't really a football player. Well, there's basically, there's other hard men and people that are just mental. Yeah, he, this <laughs> yeah. is the level Jamie And. I just want to try and describe to you what this fella's like. He's a good mate of mine. Who did he play? Who did he play? Was he the one who Nobs roomed with when he came to Ipswich? No, no. He. He's a good mate of mine, as I said, but he, he's just not wired right. Who, like, did, he just, play, who did he play he for? He played for Luton. He played for... Um, Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury Town, sorry. Come from Shrewsbury Town. He's a London boy, but he moved up north. And yeah. then he played for Luton. He was the one who left all the... Um, he went on live on Twitter. And just, if you any of you listening to this out there, you've got to put in Jamie Ann and have a look what he'd done. How back. do you spell his uh, You winding me up. <laughs> Hand. Hand. hand everyone's got one hand hand H-A-N-D. hand but sure yeah. you're everyone's got two <laughs> yes that's I thought you true. got four of everything that's true what a bastard <laughs> see I always say silly things on this show <laughs> that's what people love look <laughs> 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 you're the one fucking sharp Wallace seriously look we ain't just got a footballer in today but what I'm trying to say that you said Anne and I'm from London and fucking accent I know Jamie Anne and basically he went out there and just slaughtered all the fans just saying oh you're all lesbians and probably shag your own mums and all that <laughs> to his own club really like, yeah that was animal enough but then that night we try and get an hotel in the um, in um, what's it called Mayfair Hotel and um, they wouldn't let us in so what does Jamie do he has a crap in his hand rolls it up and throws it in the foyer <laughs> shit bum won't let Jamie sign it I'm like what are, you, what are you doing to me like I don't need to be seen this is the level see what I'm saying it's just like mental. <laughs> um, everyone's looking at me as if I'm not right, but that is well, actually what went on. You say he was chasing you around. We're like, no, he also, yeah, like his mate. Like... He used to room with like this fella that used to bully him, and he said, "I've had enough of this fella. He's like massive centre up. He said, 
So he basically sent me a photo. He smeared all shit in him. You know, like the film Bronson when he smears Vaseline. <laughs> he smears all shit on him. Jumps straight on this fellow and goes, "Come on, him!" And like the bloke don't want to touch him because he's got shit hanging all up with him. But that's the kind of level we're at. And also, I got to tell you this one. We're in the middle of Spain. Now this one's a classic, right? And he fancied this girl, right? And she was a bit kinky. And um... so he smothered himself in shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is even better. <laughs> I told you he weren't right, well. But, like, listen, this is a classic. We're around the pool, and he's like, Jim, I really like her. I said, I'm going to talk to her. And he's talking to this bird, and he's like, she's got these big earrings. But he's, she's also talking to this punk fella that's got piercings all over. So, Jamie, she's into this kinky stuff. So, this vodka gets pulled along, and I have all these fireworks and these vodka walking around the pool. He grabs this firework, this sparkler, puts it into his chest, like, literally burns a hole in his chest, scabs his chest up, looks at the bird, and goes, You into that? And she's like, <laughs> She's looking at him going, yeah, like you, you're mad, but like it, like that, because she's a bit weird. Then all of a sudden, he, he goes one better, which I can't believe. You in the piercings and all that, love, he says to her. She goes, yeah. So he grabs her earring out of her nose, big loop, puts it straight through the middle of his nose, through the gristly bit, says, Jim, this won't go through, help me out. And like he's piercing it. I end up going crunch through the middle of the nose. And he's just got this loop thing hanging off. And he's smashing it against his teeth. Looking at her going, you into this shit then, love? And then... <laughs> if you were there, you would have cried. He's got a little bit of blood. So basically... That's just the, the level Jamie Ann goes to. To impress. Like, yeah, just to, just like, that's his, like the randomness of the boy. Um, when I never. Uh, so basically, this is a story you may have missed. Uh, moving on from one autobiography to another. Um, Rio Ferdinand claims that England players are treated like babies. Um, he said, uh, the England players are treated like complete babies compared to some of the international counterparts. According to Rio, the former Man United and England captain, said the comment in his new autobiography, he was impressed how Man United boss Louis van Gaal, then coach in the Netherlands, dealt with his players at the World Cup, treated them as grown-ups. Do you well, think Sometimes when you're, when you're looking after the players, they're all different. Now, Rio's saying they're tr- getting treated like babies. Yeah, he should have been chaperoned when he missed the drugs test, shouldn't he? So you can't forget things. You, you've True, got to be on yeah. top of the players. Exactly. You know, if you treat them like men, you expect them to you know, act like it. And do That's it. what Keane said in his autobiography as well. He was like, I'd remember a drugs test. If you had your drugs test, he was like, I don't think, I don't think you'd forget it. A lot, of, a lot of people in biographies pipe up but don't look at their cell, see? Mm. My one that I wrote was awesome. It's very good, but I read it, mate. Bend it like Bullard, anyone not got it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think the England team, when you got called up, they treated them a bit oh, like I babies? know where Rio's coming from. Wally's a great one to ask because he's played, he's also been on coaching stuff. But I, I think, yeah, when I, when I was in the England squad, I know where he's coming from. It's too... Too structured, too, you know, you got to do this. But I found football like that in general. Yeah, yeah. Every, what Wally said there, everyone is different. But I found it, you know, you got to be this, got to be that. You got to do, and it got work. When I started at West Ham, yeah. there weren't a lot of rules. And then by the time I finished... <laughs> it was all rules. Yeah, it was like, you can't go outside the hotel. Like, hang on a minute, can I go in the car park? Where's the lines here? You know what yeah. I mean? It's like Roy Hodgson, I played under Roy. I come in on a Monday, I was laughing while I was having a stretch. Roy said, we lost the weekend 3-0. I was like, right. So Wednesday comes and he starts laughing. I said, Roy, when was we allowed to start laughing? Yeah, tell me Tuesday evening. When was it Tuesday morning? I don't understand. You've curbed me Monday. Now you're cracking up on a Wednesday. I'm like, well, hang on a minute. He said, yeah, but I said, tell me the line so I know. And that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's a little bit I too- was gone after Sunday. My life ain't affected that much when I lose a game of football. Yeah, yeah. I can still carry on. You know, football ain't my life, even though I love it. 
but I just it got a bit too. I've always thought the best way to do that is get like have, if you have a little meeting on a Monday morning. Now with the videos in analysis, you can do ten minutes, five minutes, good five minutes, bad from Saturday. Bang, get it out of the way. And the yeah. no spot on. Would you have had? Um, would you have had Rio? Because Rio come in after you left yeah. people out. Would you have? Would you have had him, or would you have not wanted him? My vote would have been no. To, no I don't think Rio would have been a good take. Uh, mm. It's very difficult taking Man United players at the best of times because I mean Steve Cobble. Steve used to play for Man United when I worked with him at Palace. He's always very wary of taking players that are leaving Man United because. You know, they've been at the best, they've had the best, and it takes a strong character to come out of that environment and, and yeah. do well again. You know, so Rio going... Especially at the end of his career when he's not yeah. at the peak of his powers. Yeah, exactly. Rio's never been in a relegation battle. No, no. You know, it's, it's, it's a tough one for him, you know. Sometimes when you see Man United goalkeepers go elsewhere, they probably have three shots of, three shots a game to save. They put them in a Crystal Palace team, they're having to make 30, you soon find them out. Yeah. Footballers moan too much. Gerard was moaning about his teammates. Steven Gerrard said, um, "Is it who should do?" Ba- Steven Gerrard said, "Is it ba- what's that team? Basil, Basil, Basil. The other ones are herb. Basil, Basil, <laughs> Basil. <laughs> what, what are they called? <laughs> it's Basil. Season in a bolognese. Same other team. No one knows." That's Swiss team. <laughs> Gronigan. That Gronigan. Steven Gerrard said Gronigan wanted it, it more. <laughs> Which is very disappointing. We didn't deserve anything. We were too soft all over the pitch. Conceding again for set piece isn't good. Do you think footballers moan too much? Do you find, in a, in a, as a coach, footballers are moan, moaning and that? Well, they normally moan about anything in particular? Yeah, just, well, t- like anything. Anyone, I mean, it's just it's a tight, confined space and where you're working and, you know, you're dealing with 20 millionaires every day and the only thing they can ruck about is whether a ball's gone an inch off the pitch or, you yeah. know, if the bibs are too tight, you know, you just got to stomach it because there's fuck all else to moan about. Really. <laughs> yeah. Great, you've got to find something you've got to needle about, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> Who's mo- who moaned the most out of the players you've coached? Uh, no one really comes to mind. They're all at it. They're all just looking for any little flaw in yeah. anyone, spot a weakness, exploit it to the maximum until you destroy the person. That's basically. <laughs> Sounds like a football. And you it? think it's easy out there, <laughs> don't you? See what I mean? It's a spiteful industry, isn't it? You've got so much testosterone in that change room. The only way to go up is slaughter some weak person. Really? Swarm yes. of the fittest? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's sink or swim. Well, I mean, as a, as a coach, when you go into a new club as a coach, like the. You can imagine the previous guys have got the sack or it's a new day. If your first session ain't bang spot on, you know, then you do well to win them round again. Really? Yeah, the you've, board, got, you've yeah, got to yeah. make a big impact on your first session. they got to kind of think, fuck me, that was good. Enjoyed that, that was lively. I learned something. If they can't think, what the fuck's either there? Or if you get your dimensions wrong with a pitch, any little yeah, thing yeah. like that, they'll bang, pick up on it. bang on it, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> oh, you get it all the time. I, I played with a boy called Keith Andrews. You ever been with Keith? Yeah. Ah, Keith. Now he's the worst. Really? The worst of Before we started, pitches miles bad, too fucking big. Bellas <laughs> is bad and all, and he's, he's on top of everything. Yeah, they tell me really? from West Ham, they really? he's right on everything. Oh, yeah. mate. Who's that? Craig Bellamy. Yeah. Craig Bellamy. Oh, yeah. I just want to imagine right. that. Yeah. And Craig Andrews is it as well. Absolute nightmare. Honestly, one of the worst I've ever played with. And on the pitch, he'd play with that much aggression. Like, this is how mental he is. On the pitch, I'm like, I'm on free kicks, I've got this. He scored about one in his career. I've scored so much more, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> got the ball down, yeah. Got the ball down, he's like, I'm on it. Like, no, you ain't settled down, son. No, no, I'm on it. Iron, rock, paper, scissors on the pitch. <laughs> oh, like, where yeah. are you coming from? Now, can you here? imagine a coach who's been working all week on what we're going to do? He, 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 he made you do rock, paper, scissors. He's like, you're not taking it. So he stands on the ball, Paul George, the manager. I'm looking over, I know I know what Paul's like. He's like, that ain't... Just don't do that. So we're doing rock, paper, scissors like that. Oh, I Under the arm. 
And I'm just like, uh, what's this all about? And this is a, like, he weren't, he weren't wide right. It was another one. Not right. Did not it, who won the rock, paper, scissors? Did you score? Yeah, straight in the top. I fucking scored. If I got three a game, I promise you one. It's not a bad ratio, is it? Yeah, I was having myself around three kicks. <laughs> and what was Bellamy's moan about everything? Well, I suddenly hear say from Palace, like, uh, oh. sorry, from West Ham, they'd say, like, you know, you have to be spot on with your sessions. You know, you, you can't afford to keep it dragging on. You know, you've got to suss when it's at its peak and yeah. cut it then. And Or similarly, you've got to knock it on the head. If you put one on and it ain't really happening, you've got to be big enough mm. to say, right, we'll sack that off and do something else. You're, um, you're, you're quite moany, aren't you, Ian? No. You moan a lot. If yeah, we meet up yeah. for a cup of tea or something, you're, you're yeah, all, no, you're, he's mind. known just to talk for 15 minutes about something that's annoyed you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, is this going to leave? I just got, yeah, well, too much moany. You know, you admit you're quite moany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But never about dimensions of a football pitch. <laughs> yeah, I just walk past a five-a-side cart and be like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, no, I'm more relaxed now. Oh, are you? I bought some scented candles, that kind of stuff. I'm doing all right, mate. <laughs> Which one, everyone? Um, well, my girlfriend bought them. Um, yeah, but uh, have you calmed down? Know. Do you think you calmed down? You got bored? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is this is the bullying. He's right trying to sends the testosterone in the room. He's trying to get you to fight back. Do you mind about her dimensions? See what I mean? Harry's brought the football industry into this room. He's one spiteful. Yeah, this is a brilliant case study of what it's like to be. Football. In a dressing room. You'd probably be better if you were dressed. Well, that's his fucking horrible. Well, I've been asked to do a drugs it. test after yeah. this as well. See, I've, I've been a waiter for three years. I didn't realise how horrible it was. And he's still he's an horrible He's coming, he's spiky. <laughs> See, he's on you. This is uh, Alan Pardew, Newcastle manager. Newcastle. He's age. fucking made it the third week in a row, <laughs> Alan Pardew. No one likes this bastard. <laughs> and we always talk about him. <laughs> Why has he made it the third week in a fucking row? He even made it in our pilot. <laughs> He's chocolate, he's having his cell, no one likes him, especially up there. So why are we talking about him down here? Because I've of the been with Alan for four years at Crystal Palace. Do you like him? He's friends. chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> he's still chocolate hardo though, isn't he? He's having his self well, 100% And you mates a party. Yeah, I co- used to coach him at uh, Palace. Is he a nice bloke? Together at I've always Without rated him. He's got his 50th next week. <laughs> This is a quote. This is a quote from Pardew, right? Come on, like Jimmy. Seriously, and they don't like Pardew. Like usually say like all good, all news is good news, but not for parts. (laughs) No, but listen. Seriously, you like this quote? I'm not answering this. No, you don't have to answer it, mate. (laughs) Just listen. Okay, just listen. Molly, you can answer. This is what Jimmy told me to say, Pardew. What is it? This is Jimmy's answer. Go on. I'll say so. I'll ask him. Right. Okay. So basically. Pardew's getting a bit of grief in Newcastle. A bit of grief. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, everyone hates him in Newcastle, but this is what he said. He went, um, He went. I've got some CV and experience that says I can do that. And I, this is about him keeping him up and turning it around. He went, I can turn around the situation. I've got to lean on that. No one else is going to lean on me, so it's important that I do. So I'll go home and shine my Manager of the Year trophy to give myself a bit of confidence and come in tomorrow. How <laughs> oh, can I answer that? I'm back in. No, no. I'm back in. This is the answer, Jimmy. This is the answer Jimmy told me to say previously. For him. Well, that's a very acute uh, answer from Alan. There, he's obviously got the player, the manager of the year award. So that's, that's the perfect thing to do. Well done, Al. That's a really reasonable well, that's response, said, Jimmy. It's funny, isn't it? I think Jimmy's uh, amended his opinion now. Though. This is exactly what I'm saying. Where this man comes from, like he's absolutely getting peppered. Then he goes and digs himself another one. <laughs> 
Why would you say something like that? He's quite good though. So yeah, a bit of confidence, isn't it? There comes a time when you, you know, he's. he's He's on his own up there, really, and he actually although he's backing him. He's, he's right he's. in the corner. He's, he's yeah, got to, you know, he's, he's, he's got, got to come out fighting, doesn't he? He's got to say, "Look, I'm." I'm and doing by the way, job this I've isn't got. me just slagging off pars because I think the more he's talked about, the worse it's getting. Yeah, he's, so I just yeah. don't want to talk about him for pars' sake. For pars, I'll say worry about pars. So I'm a little bit yeah because he's getting peppered from all angles. The poor sod. <laughs> um, who's the most confident player or manager you've ever worked with? Is there anyone that's been? Sam's very confident. Sam Allardyce, really, in what he does. Yeah, he's very, he's a good man. Very good. Don't manager. take no, no nonsense. I bet he's scary when he shouts sense. at the players. He can be, but he's he's, he's got good humour and all. He gets his point across. Sam comes like, across. He's very good man management. He understands each. Individual. Yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah, he is good. He's yeah, on the ball. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, he's, he's he's been there. He's, he's very cute. Well. What's Harry Redknapp like? He's uh, Harry. I don't know. I might work. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, Harry's good when he's got good players because he just says to him, "Go out and play." Go, I don't buy yeah. bad players. Fuck me! What manager ain't good when he's got good players? <laughs> <laughs> well, Fucking well, hell! Well, I might be the manager. Great players. Right the table, Nate, and see. <laughs> When, when, when Harry's at Tottenham, we're looking oh, at Richard Gareth Bale and all that. Yeah, 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 fellas, go out and play, which any of us could do. But yeah. if, you, if, you got, if you're at a club yeah. that haven't got really top class yeah, players, yeah. then you do have to bit of, do some drilling, do some work, do some formation yeah. work, and, and get them you know, functioning as a team. How was he when the media got to him? Is he all right? He's Who, got quite a good relationship with media, isn't media he? media don't get to him, do they? He, got, he writes for The Sun, and Jamie's in the mail, and he's on Sky, so he gets an easy ride. He got it sorted, the Redknapp family. But the we are on you. We are watching very closely here. <laughs> Make sure you don't push it too far. We know exactly what angle you are coming from. <laughs> this podcast could be the media turning point. It could yeah. be, yeah. Because there are yeah. a lot of slippery fuckers out there. Says <laughs> <laughs> that another biscuit. Oh, these biscuits are the bollocks. You're loving these biscuits, are you? Mm. Oh, well, I think that's, that's episode two, isn't it? Thank you very much. Thank you very much, Wally, for coming on. Yeah, cheers, well. It's been fun, isn't it? And um, us three will be back, uh, me Ian and Jimmy will be back next week with another guest. Thank you very much for listening. Cheers, guys. Cheers, bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. 
Would you give your mum, dad, aunt or that uncle who hugged your partner a little too long free access to your phone? Oh no! Oh my god, it's, it's a really long video! Ew! In Dave's brand new YouTube original, Get Off My Phone, we've got six comedians to give their phones over to a relative with total freedom to read messages, DMs, photos and browser history. What's your social history? Sorry? What to do, tips for relief. <laughs> the rules are simple. Their relative can read anything they want and even make calls from the comedian's phone. <laughs> what is this? What is I don't want this one. <laughs> that, that looks really okay. bad. Starring Tanya Moore, Anya Magliano, Finlay Christie, Travis J with his mum, Angie Lamar, Hayley Morris, Grace Campbell, and dad, Alistair Campbell. Slightly sexually compromising people. <laughs> Divulging their deepest digital secrets. <laughs> what the hell is happening? Get off my phone, a Dave YouTube original. Available now on Dave's YouTube channel.